Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is Vaughn and Dana, and we are here to deliver the 2024 energetic forecast. And wow, I I I am really excited about a new year because uh last year at the beginning I don't think we could have predicted 2023 or actually I don't even think we would have believed it. If someone had told me that 2023 was going to be what it was, I'd be like, "No, I don't want to uh uh-uh. I don't I don't want to play. I don't want to be in 2023." <laughs> at least the hard parts, right? <laughs> Cuz Wow, it has been a ride. It's been a transformative year. Transformative is the word that comes to mind, you know, in all of its beauty and all of its challenges. Yes. Yeah. So what have been some of your, like, what's been your, I know you just said the word transformative, but like, what's been your biggest takeaway from 2023? Well, you know, 2023 is the year that I launched my Oracle deck. And my biggest takeaway is that I have now seen myself in a different light in this year. I really struggled for the first half of the year. Um, And then, you know, I launched my deck and I was able to see myself as an author, as a creator um, with more confidence and more power than I ever have before. And I feel like I have stepped into a new level of knowing what I'm capable of and not just with the deck, but just me, you know, it's not the deck, it's me. Yeah. Um, So I have just turned to seeing myself in a whole new light, someone who can come through something that is difficult, which I've done many, many times in my life, but this was something different, you know, trying to birth a creation into the world is very hard. (laughs) It's very, very hard. Um, and so seeing myself and what I'm capable of and kind of witnessing and knowing my power. So that's, mm-hmm. that's what I came out of 2023 feeling. What about you? Well, as I asked you that question, I knew you were going to ask me that question probably. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, okay. Actually I do know. And I do think that it's important and I want us all to take a moment, you know, to be in reflection because Like I've said all along, 2023 was a seven year. It was a year of spiritual awakening. And I don't care where you are along your spiritual journey. This year took us deeper. And that is exactly what happened to me. Um, I went so deep into not only my, my soul work, but my consciousness, like my mind work, my mindset work, um, my beliefs, what were, what was standing in the way of my beliefs. Um, you know, just really even thinking back to January and February when remember I got shingles because my nervous system was so jacked. And then, and it was, it was like all leading me to, 
that height of my Chiron um, returns that was huge for me, which then led me into my inner child healing, which was huge for me, which then led me into that powerful hypnosis experience where I, you know, um, re created my, uh, my belief in God, you know, like my, my deeper connection to God of so, and it's amazing, right? Like the steps that had to happen that led me to that experience that makes me feel so whole and filled up with all of the love of God, you know, it's just so incredible. And for those of you that are just now maybe tuning in for the first time, please go back and listen to some of the episodes that, because there were definitely poignant ones that were, that were staple places in my year. And, and it's interesting also, they were the most downloaded episodes or the ones that where I was getting raw, vulnerable in tears, sharing my experience because we're all going through this together. And um, and so that's been another huge takeaway for me this year was my experience at the Flourish Retreat, the one that I did in April, the sense of sisterhood and community that I witnessed, it validated, it confirmed and affirmed within me how important leaning into sisterhood is like, it's not about creating experiences where I'm, I'm leading the inexperience. It's about, we all show up together and we are in the experience together and we lean into each other and we surrender into each other and we heal through each other. And so even though it's like, I always knew that I was like, I I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the one I'm not the one, you know, like I, and I always knew that, but to be able to sit in ceremony, holding hands with, with, you know, 15 to 20 women at a time where we are going to the depths of our souls and we are healing and activating each other through that. And then to have it even more so at the goddess retreat, the goddess sleepover that I did, and then at our retreat, the homecoming retreat that you were, uh, we were so blessed for you to be a part of. Um, I mean, that's honestly that that is so huge for me and and I think it's huge for every single woman to for them to be able to connect to and witness that themselves because that is how we will heal this world is through each other through sur- surrendering into each other and healing through each other I I've witnessed it firsthand we we have you have like it's it is necessary And so I am super excited about, you know, really knowing and witnessing the truth of that and moving forward in that truth and cultivating experiences that support and nurture that exactly. Yeah, totally. I mean, I believe that we, you know, can heal ourselves within ourselves, but I think the true, true, true healing comes in community. Um, you know, in groups and with people and, you know, in that line and in that vein, um, this is not exactly on the same level, but I came out of the spiritual closet this year to my literal neighbors in my neighborhood. 
And I have become known as like, you know, the tarot reader and people will text me and be like, can I come over for a reading at five o'clock? And I'm like, yeah, walk on up, you know? Um, so it's like the literal people in my neighborhood that I see every day that I'm around, I'm building a bit of a community with them and coming out as my true self, which is part of, you know, stepping into my power and all of those sorts of things. And that is similar in that it's a sense of community as well. And I think, yeah. you know, pulling people in from wherever they're at, whatever they're ready for is so important and meeting them where they're at. And we we need everyone to come along, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that because in, you know, prior to that, there was two version, two different versions of Dana, right? Like there was the the woo-woo Dana and there was the, I'm a suburban mom. I would have nothing to see here, you yeah. know? And so now that you, because it just affirms that whole thing is when you shine your light in your fullness and, you know, you weren't shining your light in your fullness because there was half of you that was dimmed that because out of fear or judgment or whatever. Yep. And so now that you allow your light to shine in its fullness, the ripple effect that is, that it is making. And I've, I've been working and talking to a lot of um, like service-based women, like especially like hairdressers and massage therapists and, and people that have access to people, but they're, they're like hiding that part of themselves, right? Because they're, they're like, oh, well, I don't want to project my, my woo-woo-ness, my, my Reiki or an energy into this person because they didn't come here for that. And so it is imperative, you know, like in this conversation, it is imperative that you allow all of you to be infused in everything that you do without the separation. Because if you are creating separation, then that means you are separated. If you are not being true to yourself throughout everything that you do, then you're not being true to yourself. It's not even about being true to other people. You're not even being true to yourself. So I 100% agree. And the thing that has shocked me throughout this year is how receptive people are, how scared yeah. I was to say it, to do it, to embody it. And the reaction that I got was like, oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. I'm curious about that. I'd love to know more. Can I come over for a reading or whatever? And it has shocked me because the people I had pinpointed certain people who I thought would really be against this, you know, who are religious and go to church and whatever else. And they don't care. They're excited to learn about this too. And so I think if we can just like drop our own expectations, the stories we're telling ourselves of how we'll be received if we're authentic, like that is the true thing that's holding us back, not the person who is standing in front of you. And if they don't like it, then fine. Then I know where we're at and we're not meant to be yeah. Friends yeah. Connection. You know, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and it's fine. Right. It's fine. I, I love the whole, um, you know, I always think when I'm, when I'm projecting a belief on someone else, you know, that, oh, they're not going to accept me. Like that is me assuming. And you know what happens when you assume you yep. make an ass out of you and me. And so there's the assumption, there is the judgment you know, and when we are trying to live from a place of wholeheartedness, of unconditional love for ourselves and for others, when we are placing judgment, even if it's a judgment as simple as saying, oh, they're not going to get what I'm talking about. Well, really? 
really? Who, who are you to say that they're not woke enough or wise enough to, to be able to have a conversation with you? Mm -hmm. Like drop it. Right. And so that's where you have to be very um, true to yourself. Right. Because if not, then that's you placing judgment. That is you operating from not an unconditional love kind of place. So, okay. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) We just went off on all that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We did. But that was our reflection on 2023, which is important to do too. So I hope that anyone listening will also do that for yourself and, and see how maybe some of these themes that Vaughn and I experience, you know, are similar to yours or not similar, you know? Yeah. I mean, I really feel like every single person that I've talked to about the, about 2023, if they were in it, if they were willing to, to be open to receive the, I don't want to say negative feedback from the universe, but basically, you know, like, cause it's not negative cause it was here to teach us, but it was hard. So if we were willing to receive those hard lessons, then we are coming out bigger, better, stronger, braver, truer, more light filled, you know, more God filled. And I just am celebrating. I'm celebrating us, man. Like yay us, because I know if you're in this community and you are listening to this conversation, then yeah, you've been in it and we've all been in it together and we see you and we are just cheering you on and celebrating you with our whole hearts because it was, it was a wild ride. So on that note, I'm super excited to hear the vibrational feel for 2024. Me too. So the way this is going to work is we are going to treat this as if it's like a a monthly forecast, but we're doing it for the whole year. So we're going to pick three cards like we always do and we'll set our intention and everything. Um, But we'll just see what the three major cards are that kind of exemplify the whole year. And we'll, we'll dive into that. I'm excited. Well, like we always do, let's close our eyes and set our space. So As long as you are not driving while you are listening, go ahead and close your eyes with us and let's all take a deep breath in through the nose. Exhaling through the mouth, let it go. Just feeling that breath sinking deep into the body, penetrating into the soul. And I cast around us now a golden light of protection. And I ask that any lower level energies, be it thoughts, feelings, beliefs, or spirits, would be outside of this golden light of protection at this time. And I call in now those way showers, our guides, angels, ascended masters, past loved ones and benevolent ancestors, archangels, any beings of the highest vibration and with our purest intentions at heart are welcome into this space. We come setting the intention to seek guidance and awareness around the major overarching themes of 2024. 
so that we can work with these energies, flow with these energies, be prepared and work on leaning into them and choosing our highest vibrational timeline for the year to come. Vaughn and I open up our bodies, allowing ourselves to be vessels and channels for the messages that are in this community's highest and greatest good. And I also invoke now the beautiful power of Holy Fire Reiki, so that in simply hearing and receiving these words, you burn and release anything that no longer has a place in who you are becoming allowing this gentle but powerful healing energy to come in to soften your heart, to soften your mind, to fill you with unconditional love and hope for the year to come. We offer up our gratitude for all of those beings gathered here today. And so it is. Um, that was absolutely gorgeous thank you that brought me to tears thank you oh. for that beautiful prayer thank you're you welcome. thank you that was really beautiful you're welcome comes from above oh yes okay oops Ooh, some beautiful energy here. Beautiful, beautiful energy. <clears throat> so if you have my deck, you know that it's called the Inner Compass Oracle. And it's divided into four sections based on the four directions on a compass. And each direction had a theme that was channeled to me. And... Two out of the three cards that we have pulled for this year come from the north direction. And the north is the final direction in the deck because we start in the east where the sun rises and we move through different experiences. And by the time we reach the north, all of the north cards are about using what we have learned, using our spiritual evolution using what has transformed and changed us to make new choices and new decisions. And so two out of the three of those cards come from that section. And so I find that very interesting <laughs> um, and very prominent and very poignant and absolutely perfect. Um, the third card comes from the South direction, which is about shadow work. So as always, there's still shadow work to be done, um, but we will get into what that card means and how to focus on that specifically when we get there. But um, these are the overarching themes that there's a bit of shadow work, but there's mostly using what you already have, what you've already cultivated to make different choices and different decisions that are from a higher vibrational place. Okay. So the first card that we have that came out is the Nautilus card. This is one of my favorites. This is one of the first that I wrote. <laughs> this is one of the OGs. Um, I love this card. So the Nautilus, if you don't know, is a cephalopod 
And that is a creature that is like, I don't know, millions, billions of years old. I can't even remember how old it is, but it is older than the dinosaurs. It's older than almost anything else on earth. And the way that the Nautilus grows is in that spiral pattern. And again, we'll have pictures of the cards up on social media so that you can see them. But as the Nautilus grows and moves into a new chamber of its shell, it seals off the previous chamber. So part of the message of this card is that we have to seal off parts of ourselves, old parts, that don't have a place in where we are evolving to, right? There are certain things that we have to let go of. And again, you've evolved to a place where you're ready to seal off some of those chambers and to step into something new and unknown and exciting. Um, but the other message of this card is that this can come up when sometimes old stuff spirals back around to us. Um, but the way that a spiral works in our spiritual evolution is that it moves upward. And so as you spiral around and as you come back around to something that you have dealt with many, many times, you're now higher. You have a higher perspective. You have a greater vantage point. You have evolved. You have grown. And so you are given opportunities in 2024 to face the same old shit, the same old stuff that has come up in a totally different way because you're ready for that because you've closed the chamber on that old version of yourself. You've evolved. You've grown. You've expanded. Each little chamber is bigger than the one prior to it in this Nautilus's shell. So you've expanded, you've grown, and you are ready to make new choices and decisions based on the sum of your life experiences and your spiritual growth. So it's time to act like you've let go of some of those things and handle the frustration or the anger or the whatever it is, the guilt in a totally different way. You're ready for that. And that's what 2024 is calling us to do. Yeah, that's feels really good, you know, because that, that stuff is going to be there, right? Like it, that's what, what I always say about, um, like when we're letting go, when we're doing work and we're letting go of attachments, you know, like cord cutting and stuff like that. I'm always like, I'm not actually not a big fan of the cord cutting, like of the complete, like chop, right? Because it's still a part of us. It's a, still a part of our experience and, and created, you know, it's a, it's a creative part of why we are where we are right here today. You know, those, those attachments, even albeit how painful they may be, are still a part of us. Mm -hmm. We're just no longer controlled by them. We're no longer attached to them. And so that's what this card is like feeling and representing to me, it's, it's like these attachments that we've, that we've been, you know, we've been attached to that certain way of being. And as we're moving through it, we keep rising up and exactly like you said, being able to see it from a higher perspective and you're just, you're rising up. And even though it's still there, you're just rising above it. It's still a part. It was a part of your life, a part of your circle, a part of your journey. And I really appreciate that because it, it, it feels confirming of it's not a, a cutting. It's not a like chop by that never happened. It's like, it's thank you for being there. Thank you for lifting me up to this point of, of being in reflection now. Yeah, totally. And 
You know, the spiral image is something that is found all throughout nature and all throughout ancient civilizations. It's everywhere. Every culture and every religion, every single thing has a spiral in it some way, shape, or form because it's so representative of the way we evolve. You know, it's not a straight line. It's not like you're going from this point right here to over here. You're 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 spiraling around and you're moving up. You're seeing things from a greater perspective. You can look back and reflect. And like Vaughn said, it's not that you're getting rid of part of yourself, but you do have to understand that certain things don't have a place with you where you're going, you know, or you can evolve with them and you can say, this is the higher iteration of it. Um, yeah. I'm going to make this new choice, this new decision. I've always, you know, say you have a trigger, something, I don't know, motherhood, for example, say your children, you know, cause you to feel frustration and anger. Well, okay, you have new tools now. How can we try something different? And it takes work and it takes pushing yourself, you know, to not go into a place of, um, I don't know, yelling or anger or whatever. It takes, it takes work to use those tools that you have, but you have those tools now. And you're, you're ready to shift and change it. So that's just an example. It could be whatever for you, you know, um, but just coming up against the same stuff and, and using a new tactic, yeah. pulling from that toolbox, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because we, we know we, we have the tools, you know, it's like, and we're constantly being called to rise up to new dimensions, new higher levels of consciousness. Yes. new ways of being and believing. And we're, I mean, it's perfect, right? I mean, this is the cycle of life. We're going to keep like evolving into something else. And we're either going to stay stuck in that and, and not evolve, or we're going to evolution it up. And so it's just merely everything is an invitation. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're using those past versions of yourself that Vaughn brought up that you can wrap in love and it's okay that you've made different choices in the past. That's fine. You know, yeah. there, that's like what Vaughn said. It got you to where you are now. And it's just building upon that and making shifts and changes. And again, this is a North card. So it's about saying, you know, I'm ready to do something bigger. I'm ready for something more. I'm ready to make a different choice. I'm ready to see how that feels. And if it doesn't work or it doesn't feel good, I'll try something else. But I'm I'm ready to make some different choices with what I've learned in 2023. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then right in the vein of <laughs> what we were talking about with 2023, I think that 2024 is building upon um, the community aspect. So what we have is the Aquarius card. Um, you know, people say we're in the age of Aquarius right now. And, you know, there's debate about when that started and all these things or whether we're actually in it yet or not. But I fully feel the energy of Aquari Aquarius coming through in the sense of the community and also in the sense of sharing our message. So, you know, a little bit of astrology here, Aquarius, the sign is the water bearer, which is interesting because Aquarius is an air sign. It's not a water sign. Um, and yet the image of, of it is this water being poured out of this vessel. And I always interpret that as like, this is the knowledge of the divine that is being poured out of this beautiful vessel down onto the earth. Right. And so we are getting downloads this year. We are having divine inspiration. We are connecting to source. 
And where community comes in is that you are meant to share that with other people. You're meant to share it with the people around you, just like we were talking about being authentic, letting go of the fear, not being scared. We're going to build on that in 2024. We're all going to be called to maybe a higher level. And as you're listening to this, this does not mean that you have to start a podcast like Vaughn has or that you have to make a social media page. You can simply intend to have people put in your path who need to hear your story, who need to hear your wisdom, and then be open to it. You know, if a neighbor shows up one afternoon and starts talking about something, you're like, ooh, I have something to say on that. Don't hold back. Like, just say it, you know, just say it. This doesn't have to be some big grand scale business that you create. This is heart to heart sharing that happens in community with the people that are in your life or that come into your path. And so there's a willingness that comes with this. Again, doing something different, you have to be willing and open to actually act upon these interactions and these things that will come to you. So push yourself to that more this year. I know I will. I'll push myself to the next level, you know, beyond what I did in 2023. Yeah. This is such a beautiful card. I've never pulled this card or seen it in your deck. It is absolutely beautiful. And it feels, you know, the, how you described it with, it's like the divine is pouring into, and and it's like, we are just, it's like, I have been in our, in my private sessions lately, I've been doing a lot of crown and third eye work with my clients. I mean, like where my hands will go to the top. And this is usually virtual, by the way, like where my hands will go to the top of their head and literally open up their crown chakra because it's been so like these layers of, of film is always like flim or film or, you know, like saran wrap almost is what it feels like, like layers of saran wrap that has been blocking our crown chakra. And so it's like, I literally am going in and I'm like cutting that saran wrap and like peeling the scalp open so that the crown chakra is exposed. And I just feel like this is really, because I've never really done that too much, but lately in my sessions, that's been the theme. I'm like, wow, this is super cool how it's like really happening over and over again, which really makes me think that, this is the vibration for, you know, going into this next evolution of ourselves is really opening up our crown chakra so that we can become more open to receive these beautiful downloads, this beautiful image of water being poured, of knowledge being poured into us. And I remember when I first started talking about energy and spirituality and things that felt very woo woo, right? Because not, I'd never talked about it before. Um, I, I was doing massage therapy and people were coming to me for a deep tissue massage. Like they were not coming to me for energy work. And because I, that I did like sports massage, it was people came to me when they were physically hurting in a certain area. And so I had certain people that I knew as I began to like feel energy move through my body. And I knew, I just knew I had to share it. And I'm saying this because I know that there are so many of you listening that feel that same surge of energy that is moving through you. And you're like, I just don't know what to do with it. You know, I want to share it because it's moving through you to serve because we are servants, like we are supposed to be serving. And I just remember the fear that I had when I had these bodies on a table and my hands. And it's like, I want to pour into them so badly, but 
I don't know how. And what if they think I'm crazy and all the things, right? And I just finally allowed myself to be brave enough to ask the certain people that I knew would be open to, to the conversation or to energy work or were like, you know, cool with it. And I'll just be like, can I do a little bit of energy work on you? And, and they'd be like, always, yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah, go ahead. And so I just started practicing and, and that's all that it was. Like I was just practicing. And I, even though I was nervous, I was, I was excited and and brave at the same time because I knew that I was doing something very outside of my comfort zone. But every single time I would be brave enough to share something that I was feeling in their energy field or like messages that were being downloaded to me and I would share it and they would confirm that, yes, in fact, that was right. I'd be like, oh, oh my gosh, like this is real. This is real. And so it's like you have to confirm it to yourself first to be able to grow from that place. And unless we, if we don't share it, then it really does get stuck inside of us. Like all of that light, all of that knowledge and wisdom and magic gets stuck inside of us. And, and even though it's beautiful light and magic that can still cause dis-ease in the body, because if that light stays stuck in there for too long, it's going to go dormant and it's going to bit like, it's going to get stuck and it's going to get in. And so as this energy is moving through our body and because we are made of energy and we are meant to be a higher vibrational energy force to keep sharing that energy as it is moving through us, as it is being downloaded through us, share it, share it, speak it out. Even if you are speaking it out to yourself, speak it out, shake it out, let it move through you. This is so important that you honor that divine wisdom and knowledge that is being poured into you. We are here to, um, to expand humanity. We are not here to stay the same. We are here to change. We are change makers and it takes sharing your voice and sharing your energy and what you have to say does matter. It doesn't matter that there are, you know, thousands of other people that are talking about it too. Like that doesn't matter. What matters is you, your voice matters, your energy matters, even if it just matters to the, to the closest people around you, even if you impact them, that's enough. Like we just can't be scared anymore. Oh, you're speaking so much truth. And I really think that that's a nice segue into our third card, because like I said, our third card is about shadow work. And I'm convinced that by the other two cards and by what we've talked about and what Vaughn is sharing, that the shadow work of 2024 is letting go of your fear of being your authentic self. That's what it is. We have to let go of that. And we have to actually make choices and decisions and take action and speak around our authenticity. And what is going to help you do that is a crystal ally. So the third card is the lapis lazuli card. And lapis is probably my favorite crystal of all time. I don't know if you've ever seen it, anyone listening. Um, it is 
the high quality pieces of it are really, really, really stunning. It looks like a deep blue inky night sky with gold stars shimmering in it. Um, and it is a crystal that works with our crown chakra, our third eye chakra. So exactly what Vaughn was just saying and exactly what is needed to let go of the fear of being your authentic self, you know, um, and lapis lazuli softens the edges of being scared. It softens the edges of the fear. It just makes it a little easier to step into it. And you can do this without a crystal. You don't need lapis lazuli to do that. <laughs> of course not. Right. <laughs> but if you want to get a piece of lapis this year, or if you want to purchase like a necklace or a ring or something, and just have it with you and know that that's your talisman. So when you feel scared to say the thing or to be the thing or embody it, you know, you know that that lapis is there pushing you, reminding you of that beautiful night sky, that there's a bigger picture here, that this isn't just for you. This is for the collective that you embodying your own truth allows someone else to do the same, that it's a domino effect. Like, it reminds you of that beautiful night sky and that there's more to this, right? That we have to drop our fears to know that this is for a higher purpose. This is for a higher reason. Um, and so allowing this crystal, if you want it, if you need it, you know, to help you, to support you, to make it feel easier to do, I think is a nice little. Yes. And <sighs> real quick, don't you have a friend that is like a crystal distributor and doesn't she have like packages or something available? Yeah. So thank you for letting me share that. So yeah. I actually worked with her to create a bundle of crystals. There are three crystals in my deck. So there's this lapis lazuli card, there's a rose quartz card, and there's an amethyst card. And so she sourced those three crystals and we created oh a bundle. God. Girl, um, yeah. yes, let's sell the shit out of that. <laughs> they are high vibrational crystals. Her oh, name is Rachel. Her business is called Heart Space Wellness. She is amazing. I will tell you, I, I do love going to a crystal shop and like perusing, but I sometimes get overwhelmed by all the energy, by all the things. I'm like, I don't know what I need. She yeah. intuitively checks in with your energy, makes recommendations, and then shops for you from her own crystals and sends you videos of what she feels like are intuitive for you and what you need. And then you can either purchase them or not. Like she doesn't pressure you, but she intuitively selects stuff for you. And I can tell you the crystals feel so high vibe, so beautiful. Um, and so if you are interested in that kit, I will put a link in the show notes. Um, if you have my deck already, or if you want to purchase the bundle altogether, you get the deck and the kit. Um, there's multiple options, but this lapis lazuli sounds like it will be especially supportive for us in 2024. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is, I mean, and isn't it so amazing how everything, I mean, just even thinking about not 2023, but like the past, like, let's just say 2020, <laughs> you know, like the past three years of our awakening, our being shook, turned upside down, shaken, everything's fallen to the ground. And now we are, we're getting to pick up the pieces as we're rising, like the Phoenix from these fallen pieces of ourselves. We get to pick up only what we desire, only who we want to be, only what we need to be and, and be that version of ourselves. I mean, cause it has been a wild, hard ride. 
And it's been so beautiful and so expansive because we now know more of ourselves. We know more of our soul. We know more of our spirit. We are, we are connected to new levels of consciousness and to higher dimensions. Like before we were like really, truly chilling at the third dimension. We're like, okay, this is all very monotonous. And we, I open door. when I think of dimensions, I think of the third dimension, like we open doors and we know exactly what's behind that door. And yet we still keep opening the door. And then as we rise up to the fourth dimension, we're kind of curious, you know, we're like, oh, okay, and let me just see maybe what's behind this one door. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll open it. And then the, and then you open it and you're like, oh, okay, that actually wasn't so bad. And then the fifth dimension, we're like, I can't wait to open new doors. Let me see what's behind this one. What magic exists behind this? And even if it's, you know, painful magic, at least it's still magic because it is teaching me something that I never knew about myself before. And so we really are rising up to the fifth dimension and beyond. And we are now willing to open doors and walk through them and say, hello, (laughs) this is me. Here I am. Let me introduce myself. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) That is, that's it. (laughs) That's it. That's 2024. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here we are and and we're going to open doors and there's going to be new faces and there's going to be familiar faces and there's going to be faces that we've seen before, but, but all of a sudden these faces look so different because they're different and we get to look at people in a new way. We get to love them in a new way. We get to see everything from a whole new perspective. And we get to choose if we want to stay, you know, we're going to open a door and then we get to say, oh, do I want to keep walking through this door? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to choose to be like, actually, that feels like a three-dimensional door. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going, you know? Yeah. We have the choice and we can also see ourselves in a new way, right? By stepping into more of our authenticity and feeling our power and, Um, just something kind of interesting. I want to note, and you'll see this if you look on social media, all three of these cards have very heavy blue themes in them. Like they are all shades of blue. Um, and I just, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I feel that there's something to that. Um, so feel into what blue means for you. Maybe work on wearing more blue this year or incorporating blue. I don't know. I know in Chinese medicine, um, you know, colors are really powerful, like in feng shui. And so I'm not sure exactly what blue means, but I do feel like there's something, there's something to that. So, you know. And blue is actually my favorite color. Well, perfect. Yeah, Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, And, you know. In reflection to 2024, um, it is a eight year, you know, which whereas seven was spiritual awakening, you know, it's like, just like with astrology, how each sign prepares you for the next sign in front of you that's coming up. It's like, all right, you know, when you describe this so beautifully in, in our monthly um, forecast of, you know, when you explain the astrology behind the, the signs of the energy. And same thing with the numerology, like we had seven, which was awakening us to this year of eight, which is power and abundance and beauty and empowerment and, 
And, you know, so it's like the energy has shifted, literally. There's a whole new vibration to the year of 2024. And so, yes, as always, forever and ever, there will be the challenges there. Mm -hmm. But like I always say, are we going to let are we going to get stuck in the pain? Are we going to be a victim to the pain? Or are we going to move through the pain, the shadow work, the challenges with, with divine grace? Because you get to do that. You get to go through this in divine grace. Mm. Yes. And you know, the other thing about the number eight is that if you turn it on its side, it's the infinity symbol. And to me, that always represents that there is unlimited time to do these things, that we are given the grace and the unconditional love by our creator, by the universe, that we are always held. We are always supported. We are always divinely guided and it just never ends. And, um, there's a bigger picture when I think of the infinity symbol. There's a bigger purpose. There's a bigger power, you know? There's something we can't fully understand, but we feel it and we know it. And that's the energy of 2024 is like a bigger purpose, a bigger meaning. That infinity symbol of just knowing it's always there, always within us. Yeah. Yes. yes I'm so yes. excited for this year. I, like, I really am too. I really am too. <sighs> You know, so, that it's not like super, super like, oh, this is going to be the best year ever. Like, this is a very realistic reading of like, things could be challenging, but you fucking got it. Like you have this, you know? You, yeah. Like you lit literally, you have it. You, we, we have it. You have the tools. You have the knowledge. It's just, are you going to embody it? Yes. So, yes like, hello <laughs> to the embodiment, you know, like it's one thing to think it and know it all up in your head. You know, but we, we get to embody this magic and these truths. And the only way to do that is to let it move through you to literally embody, let it come into your body. And, and each card is representative of that. Yeah. I mean, the embodiment is a really potent word. And it's one that I kind of brushed off for a long time along my journey. Um, and then all of a sudden when I literally felt the changes in my body, like I wasn't just thinking about it all the time, you know, like thinking about it, they're like, I need this. I want this. I'm grateful for this. <laughs> like it's all up in my head. And when I began to like be it and embody it, that's when my life really became freaking magical because I was being it. I was being the magic. I was being the divine. I was being, I was being everything that I was thinking, you know, like even, even the negative, even the um, negative th thoughts that I was thinking, like I was being those too. Right. But that's where you have that oh, wait, I'm doing this. And you have that consciousness because it's, you're then being divine and you're being, you're more aware, I guess is the right word. You're aware of what you're doing. And then it's like, oh, wow. Okay. 
I need to change this. I want to change this because I want to feel more this way than that way. And that's where that awakening and that self-realization really comes from is the embodiment. The more you embody divinity, the more you literally are going to push out all those other things because it, this feels too good. You're like, oh, I don't want all that bullshit in my life. I don't want to feel this way. I want to feel this way. And you see it. You see it like the more you step into your light, the more your shadow comes up because you, you see. Yes. It, you yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 That's you exactly. Oh my gosh, Dana, that's it. That's it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, that, it's, it feels so deep when you, when you try to break it down like that. But just like what I was saying, you just said, so let's really try to break that down. So the more that I am embodying the light, the more I see my dark. Yes. Yes. Because I'm like, wait, I don't want that here. How can I work and move through that and let it go? Boom. You can't have one without the other. You cannot be in the light. You have to face the stuff that is so far away from the light. You know what I mean? You have to face it so that you can kind of come into this beautiful balancing mix of embodying both, but in a high vibrational way. So yeah. Oh my God. That is so good. (laughs) So good. (laughs) The truth though. It It is. is. It is. But it's like, God, I love the way that, that just felt like, so like, boom, that is it. The way that whole conversation just came through was perfect. So good. And so clear and simple too, you know? Yeah. Right. Like it makes so much sense as we're trying to embody more light, the shadow will appear and it's just a beautiful opportunity to work through that so that we can let in more light. Mic drop, boom, shakalaka, laka, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love you, Vaughn. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. And and knowing that, like we should be so excited Mm -hmm. about learning what our shadows are. And that's one thing that 2023 actually did teach me to, to really embrace that darkness because through everything that I went through, that was very, very dark and very shadowy and very hard at the end of it, at the full circle moment, when I connected to more of God, and now I have just like this, I can't even explain it. This fullness of God that I have in my heart that I feel in my body It has been, I mean, but I had to go through all of that to let more of God in. You have to move through the dark in order to get to the light. There's no other way out, but through. There's no way out, but through. Yeah. It's just not possible. Yeah. That's what we have. And then like people might, you know, as they're hearing this and they're feeling all inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but how, how do I let in more light? Well, you face your shadows, you do the work, you go within, you show up to classes, you show up for retreats, you show up for Zoom calls, you you invest in yourself, you show up for yourself over and over and over again. You face the fear. You face the fear of being your authentic self in your life and you push yourself past it even when you don't want to. You push yourself. 
And you surround yourself with community because through being with other women, we are going to heal through each other because the light in you is going to pour into the, into me. And then the light in me is going to pour into the woman beside me. And then it becomes this big, beautiful circle of, of healing and light activation. And we're being held like we are not supposed to do this alone. No. So in seeing your shadow, I think when you see someone else embracing their shadow or admitting it or saying it, it gives you permission. And you also know that it's not as scary as you maybe thought it was, you know, like that's the thing. I think our anticipation of it sometimes is what is scarier than the actual thing. And again, there's comfort in knowing someone else has gone through it. Someone else has faced something similar. No one's experiences are exactly the same ever, but we can empathize and we can understand. And when you know you're not alone and feeling that way, when you're not the only person on this earth who has faced this darkness, there's a there's a power and a healing in that, you know? Yeah, the witnessing, right? Witnessing, yeah. 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 I, I talk to so many women that are like kind of poke around at the work that I offer. And when I see them, they'll be like, Oh, I, you know, I'm so inspired by what you're doing. And, but they don't come to any events or things that I offer, you know, and they're like, I'm just, I'm scared. And I'm like, I, I understand that it it is scary. I was like, but it is also to me to sit in the pain of stuckness is so much more scary than the idea of going into my darkness, into my emotions, into my shadows, like really quick. <laughs> I mean, cause it really happens quick. Like our soul wants to be filled with more light and, and to learn through these experiences. And so because our soul is so ready and the time is now it's like things happen so fast you know, and so I'm like, it can, it's so fast. And then it's like literally kind of fun during the process, especially if you're doing it with me. Cause I'm all about the fun. <laughs> I'm like, so let's work through this together. And then on the other side of it literally is freedom. You know, I mean, so it's, you have a choice, like what choose your heart, right? Which choose your heart. Exactly. You're exactly right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, Dana, this was amazing. This was amazing. I'm so excited for for us to be able to continue this conversation monthly and tune in to what cards are showing up, what themes are showing up, because we still have the astrology themes that are going to be going throughout the entire year. So it'll be so curious to see how you know, this time next year, this conversation that we'll be having going into 2025. What? That's crazy. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So crazy. So crazy. So, I mean, and just like that, it will be here before we know it. So I say we, let's freaking enjoy this year. We, 2023 was hard. Let's, let's have some fun. Let's play. Let's explore. Let's, let's do things we've never done before. Let's expand and grow and, and cultivate deep, juicy relationships with each other and, and get uncomfortable to get really, really, really comfortable. You know, like that's what I want for 2024. And I'm fired up. Me too. I'm ready. And I think the cards support that. And it's, 
So perfect. We're, we're all ready for it. Whether you think you're ready for it or not, you are. You are yeah. ready for this. Yep. You, this a megaphone voice, you are ready. <laughs> you have been preparing for this for years. You are ready. For lifetimes even. <laughs> yes, yes. Many, many, many lifetimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, my precious Dana, I love you so, 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 so much. Thank you. Love Thank you. you. Too, Thank Vaughn. you. I just wish I could like squeeze on your little face and kiss all over you and just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you for having me. I was, I'm so happy you were excited to do this because you know, last year, this time we had just started. And so we, you know, we didn't think to do a 2023 ahead. And I think this is a cool other additional offering on top of our monthly stuff. So we hope this is helpful for everyone. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you to everyone for listening and go over to our Facebook group and let's what are you excited? What is your word for 2024? What is the vibration for 2024? Like, let's really have this conversation. So we're so excited to connect with you and hopefully meet a lot more of you in person this year, because there's going to be lots of opportunity for that. And, and I'm excited starting with the retreat in February, which Dana and I both will be there possibly Mm -hmm playing in the water and possibly sledding all at the same time. So right. per her, per her dream, if it comes true, which it, it already is unfolding exactly <laughs> as it should. It is. All right. I love you, my friend. Thank you everyone. Bye. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram, so come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.